This is our liberation series. July 1st through the 6th, we're focusing on revolts of enslaved peoples in the Americas and combating the myth that our ancestors resigned to a life of captivity and degradation and passively faced oppression. It's time we recognize the spirit of resistance in our blood and honor our struggles and strides for freedom. What if I told you that there was a group of Black Native Americans? Euro history will have us thinking that the only time Africans came over to what is now the U.S. and the Americas was via a slave ship until people started actually immigrating in like the 1950s. But I have to tell you, that's not true. African people did make their way over to the U.S., but they didn't colonize it. They came here, they saw what was up, and then they left. And if you don't believe me, there's a book called They Came Before Columbus by Yvonne Van Sertema. I'm not talking about those people, but I'm talking about the runaway slaves and the free black people who intermingled and intermarried with the Seminole tribes that lived in what is modern-day Florida. Those are the Black Maroons. Now, slavery was outlawed in Florida in 1693, and this is when the Spanish still owned it. The Spanish promised freedom to anybody who could make it to Florida because the Spanish realized it was gonna need allies. So they were like, if you can make it here, you can be free. With the caveat that you convert to Catholicism. So most people are like, shoot, I'll pray to whatever God you want me to, as long as I get my freedom. So a lot of people ran south. Everyone did not run to Canada. They ran south to the state of what is now known as Florida. There, the Black runaways and the Free Blacks met up with the Seminole tribes. Now, the Seminole tribes were a collection of different tribes just living in the area. They're offshoot of the Creek Indians, or as I prefer to call them, Native Americans. The word Seminole means separatist or runaway in Creek. At any rate, there was a lot of similarities between the black people and the Seminole, so much so that they had no problems living together. They had very similar ways of farming. They had similar ways of structuring their homes. The only real difference was in their religion. And like any religion, they just ended up combining a lot of things, right? The Black Seminoles, as they eventually were called, spoke a language similar to the Gullah language, which can be found in South Carolina. And they practiced a combination of African and Christian religions. They added some of the Seminoles' dances to it, and voila, they had their own religion and the Seminoles borrowed from them as well, so they lived fairly peacefully. The Black Seminoles often fought on behalf of the Seminole Nation when they were attacked, 
and they were attacked a lot. I mean, they were attacked collectively as a group by what eventually became the U.S. And the Black Seminoles were known as some of the most aggressive fighters. From 1812 to about 1855, there were three Seminole Wars, all perpetuated by the U.S., In each one, the Black Seminoles and the Seminole tribes fought side by side, but they were sort of in a losing battle because they were fighting colonists who had an entire military behind them. But they made them work for it. They made them bleed for every inch. In the first Seminole War, that was 1817 to 1818, I believe, There were a lot of colonizer casualties. Spain ended up ceding Florida to the U.S. in 1821. So from that point on, it had become part of the U.S. and the colonizers wanted that land. It was fertile, it had resources aplenty, and they didn't want to share it with the Black Seminoles and the Seminole tribes because colonizers, they don't share. They murder, they plunder, they rape, they never learn to share. In the Second Seminole War, that one was really led by the Black Seminoles and that lasted from 1835 to 1842. Now this was right after the Indian Removal Act where they were going to remove all native peoples and put them in what is modern day Oklahoma. That was a really rough war. At the end of it, there were fewer than 200 black Seminoles left. The final war was in 1855 And that was, again, because the colonizers wanted the land and they didn't want the Black Seminoles or the non-Black Seminoles on the land. So they ended up rounding up the last of the Seminole Nation, both Black and otherwise, and removing them to Oklahoma, where they came under the rule of the Creek Indians. And that didn't go well. A lot of Black Seminoles ended up fleeing to Mexico where they lived really well for a while. They actually settled in Coahuila, Mexico, where they stayed for a few decades. The U.S. government did try to lure them back with promises of land and freedom and payment if they became army scouts. And some of them were like, this is a pretty good deal. So they did go back and they did do the job, but guess what? The U.S. went back on its word. The U.S. broke every single last treaty that it made with all of the native people. So this is actually true to form, but it's just sad that first off, they were forced out of their original home in Florida. Then they were treated poorly by the Creek Indians, and then they left to go to Mexico where they were doing okay, came back thinking that they were going to be treated with a little bit of dignity and respect and then got lied to. And all of that happened around about 1870 and 
come on, now you know what was going on. This was about reconstruction time, and, and it's the U.S. keeping a promise to black people. <laughs> it didn't keep a promise to native people, and it didn't keep a promise to black people, so I'm really not surprised. However, this is not something that's spoken about. Pushing the narrative that slaves were happy being slaves is way more in keeping with the U.S.'s agenda of poisoning the minds of not only black Americans, but also non-black Americans to think that they were just okay with it. And I could say it does a lot of damage to the black psyche to be told that your people were docile and complicit and continuous rebellions like those of the black Seminole people show that that was never the case. 